God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you will move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come in. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you would come in and tilt the follow groans of our heart to make preaching, teaching easy and receptible and understandable for your people, oh, God. Oh, God, I pray that you would hide me behind the cross, that you would give me access and ability to minister in third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you do all of these things now. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um, if I was going to give a topic today, it would be no power. When I look at the church today and I see everything that is going on, people are not preparing themselves for the second coming of the Lord. People are in a place now that they are doing whatever they want. They're doing whatever it is that they feel led in their spirit or whatever it is, but yet, one of the things that God showed me and told me this morning, as people, we are looking inward for the power, but yet there's no manifestation of the Holy Ghost. And this is what is happening now, because people, that generation that has been brought up in church have really gone into a place that they have really walked away from the faith or walked away from the things of God, but yet they think that they have God, but yet they have no repentance. So what is happening now, the reason why things are the way they are is because the church is not being represented the way God has intended to be. So that's why the enemy is bringing all of this demonic power and all of these things are happening in the earth realm because the people of God are not standing up for the things of God. They're worried about money. They're worried about all of these material things, but yet they're not seeking the true face of God. They're seeking a God, but the God that they're seeking is like the Nimrod spirit. There's a self-serving type of God, a self-serving type of spirit. I'm going to do whatever I want. I don't care who I hurt. I don't care how many children I have. I don't care to do anything because I'm going to please myself. And this is what is happening. Everybody's pleasing themselves. They're serving their own God. They have all of these idols that sit up in their heart. They have all of these idols that sit up in their houses and their cars on the job. And if you cannot make my Instagram page or my Facebook page reveling, we don't have no business together because I'm identified by what I am and my numbers. But yet they have no spirit of Christ. People are doing things that they should not have done. People are looking inward for inward power. But that is not faith when you don't have the word and you're not standing on what the word of God is saying. People now are not doing what God is calling them to do. But yet they think they got a little God and that's going to be enough. They don't have to go no farther. And then they're lukewarm. They're half in and half out of the church. They're double-minded. They're split-minded. And yet they think that they got a hold of the true and living God. But yet the enemy has really fooled them. He's been a, he's going to already deceived half of the church. And we don't understand what is going on. You're thinking that you're in your right mind. You're thinking that you're doing what God has called you to do, but yet you do not stand on the foundation and the found, found principles of Jesus Christ. No power. Instead of praying and seeking the face of God, they're going to get on the Facebook. They're going to get on the prayer line and always looking for somebody to direct them. But yet they say they have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is going to bring all things to you, remember. It's going to guide and lead you into truth. But people are not trying to seek out truth. Because truth is going to be against my agenda and my, and my goals and my purpose in life. 
and I speak to everyone that's a pastor. The job is finna get harder. But we're gonna have to have a faith in God like never before. That's gonna be a fire and a presence around the true people of God. That the enemy is not going to be able to penetrate because they are really locked into God. You got to understand something. You can holler, you can sing, you can jump and shout, you can do all of these things. But if it's not set up in your heart to really stand against the things and the evil works of the enemy that's working in this world, we're not going to. We're not going to have that protection. God is not going to be with you. There's going to be something. There's an inward power. There's an inward dwelling of the Holy Spirit, and He cannot dwell in all unclean temple. I don't care what you're doing. Huh? If you're not doing what God say do, the Holy Spirit cannot dwell or reside in anything that's not unclean. Grace and mercy is leaving. It's lifting up because why there's such a demonic attack? I know God said that grace and mercy shall always abide, but you got to understand something. In order for the second coming of the Lord to come, there's going to be a demonic force that's here and now, that's growing in America and all over the world. He's already here. And the people of God, they're sitting at home. They lackadaisic. They don't need God. They said they can get it off the TV. They can get it off the internet. They can do all of this stuff, but yet they have no relationship. Because you're looking at something or listening to a message doesn't mean that you have a relationship. What do you mean by that, Pastor? If you're not fasting and praying and reading your word and making sure that you're not being deceived because the enemy is going to get more craftier and he's going to get more deceptive in this hour. And the thing about it is the church is going to be in such a place and such a disarray because God is going to give them over to a reprobate mind. He's going to give them over to their lust and their desires. The Bible tells you this. That's why when you see people, they're doing whatever they want. There's a crazy spirit. Everybody's mind is being lifted. Everybody's in a state of a disarray. It's like a dead man walking. Everybody is in their own way doing what they want and yet they say they got God, but yet they're not standing on the foundation and the principles of God. This is not the hour for prosperity. This is the hour to make sure that you know where you sit at in the Son of God. You need to understand what is going on. You better get to a place that you seek God and let God come in and show you yourself. Until God shows you yourself, you're going to think that you're right. But anyway, that's why the enemy always tries to keep us busy. Always keeping us moving here. Look at the job. Everything in time has speeded up. When you wake up and seem like you're going down, it's, it's bedtime. Why did the day go? What happened? Did you fast? Did you pray? It's like you're going to have to force yourself to spend time with God. There's the force. There's the demonic power that's causing the people of God to walk away from God, but yet they think they're in God. There's a strong deception that's coming and it's in the land. And we don't understand the power of God. We don't understand the foundation of the prince of God. Why Jesus Christ came and died on the cross for you. Jesus Christ came that you may have abundant life. But we're seeking the blessing instead of God. The Bible says seek the kingdom of God and all of these things shall be added in you. Everybody's trying to be rich. Everybody's trying to be famous. Everybody's doing everything. They feel like I pay my money. I throw the money at the altar and God is just going to do it because I, I'm giving him my tithes. Let me tell you something. You could give something God your tithes, but if you have not given him your heart, it does not mean anything. 
and we don't understand what is happening. We want to know why God is not moving in our homes, why God is not blessing us and doing what we want. You need to check yourself. You need to check on the foundation of what you stand on. The Bible says, hey, this is the solid rock in which I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. You've got to be planted by the tree by the rivers of living water that you shall not be moved. Why is it that every storm comes in life? We're jumping here and jumping there. We do not have the faith to stand. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. If I can't see it, that means God ain't in it. If I can't see it. That means it's, it's not happening for me. So I make up my own way. I make up my own agenda in life. I want to read you something. The thing about it is when you think God is not moving, that's when he's moving. And I'm just going to give you a snippet of this. The 400 years of silence. In the 400 years of silence, and that's between the book of Macca and the New Testament begins. God was really fulfilling prophecy. Like now everybody thinking that God is not watching. He says, I sit high and I look low. I behold the good and evil that we do. The 400 years of silence, it says right here, God was fulfilling prophecy and counting down to the time that Jesus would arrive on the earth and then eventually die. One of the things I want to point out to you, it says, but there was major po political, cultural, and religious changes that prepared the world for the arrival of Jesus Christ. And look and see what God is moving in. He's moving in the political arena. You know, I'm to tell you something, you just might as well give up on the White House. Ain't nobody gonna do it like Jesus. The culture, look at everything that's happening in the earth realm. Look at the religious arena. I told you, church, the way that you know it, is not going to be existing anymore. They gathered us in these arenas, but yet they do not teach us the foundational principles of Jesus Christ. Now everything has happened during COVID and after COVID, and people are still lost. That's because one of the things about it is when you're serving a man, please hear me good. When you serve a man, when that man falls, you fall. But when you serve God, he never falls. And I tell you this what I know. I've seen people serve a man or a woman, who it doesn't matter. When that person falls, they fall because their they standards and what they sat upon or what they stood upon that platform was built on somebody else's. And they never really understood who they are. And one of the things about Jesus Christ, we are all wonderfully and, and, and beautifully made in him. But, but if you don't know who you are and because you have a lost identity, because you fail to seek and appreciate who God has made you to be. And that's one of the things about it. Look at everybody. They're all meant in their face. They're all meant in their body. They're all meant in everything. But you can't change your soul. You can't change that nature. It takes the word of God. To clean up your soul. To clean up your foundation. Man works and looks on the outward appearance. But God works on the soul. Look at everything that's going on. Everybody's trying to beautify everything. But yet, they're not trying to beautify their soul in the things of God. Matthew 27. This is Jesus Christ. He's dying on the cross. Matthew 27, I'm going to 45 and 51. 
Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was a darkness all over the land. And then after that, Jesus is crying. He's taking on the sins of the world. Verse 51. It says, and behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. I want you to understand this. When the veil was ripped, the power and the presence of God that was only residing with the priest is now within us. That we can go behind the veil. That we can go into the presence of God. That we can get the power of the cross. Power of death, hell, and the grave. But why is there so many weak saints? Why are there so many people that do not understand the power of God? They're running from here and there. They're running afraid. If you that COVID scare you, guess what is coming up on the earth? You better get into a place that you seek the will of God for your household. And whatever God allows in that season, that's what it should be. But your faith should not change and you walk away from the very thing that is blessing you, that is keeping you. Because what you want may not be what God wants. Because we are selfish, because we are spoiled, because we are rotten. God has to come in and cut some things down. Some things that are rotten to the core cannot exist anymore. God has to create new things now. And we don't want God to plant new seeds. We don't want God to come in and, and till up our follow grounds. We don't want God to come in and demolition our foundations. We don't want God to do any of that. We would rather put a new layer on it. We would rather do all kind of stuff. We would rather put bricks and flowers around it. But yet the foundation is unstable. And one day the house will fall because it's not built on the things of God. It's not built on the principles of God. And this is what is happening. Everything that was not built on God, God is allowing it to fall. Look at all the buildings. Look at all the earthquakes. Look at the weather. You don't understand what it's going to be. Monday's going to be. You definitely don't know what Friday and Thursday's going to be because God is shaking. God is doing something in the earth that has never been done before because his second coming is something that never happened before. You better prepare yourself for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Hey God 2 and 9 6 and 9 says in a little while I will want more shake the heavens and the earth. God said, I'm doing something ain't, <laughs> that nobody's ever seen before. He, God said, I did it one time then. He said, now I'm going to do it for something else. The sea and the dry land. Look at everything now. It's an hour now that the animals are still coming up. They're going to be in a place that they're more violent than the people. you got to understand something. God is whistling in the land. God is moving in the land. And we better hear what God is saying in this hour. When the animals are coming in fighting and, and terrorizing people, you need to understand something. There's a place and a power in God that we have to get to. And the church needs to run into the altar. Wherever that altar is, it's got to be in your house. It don't have to be in the church. You better build an altar in your house that the presence of the Lord can meet you there. Altars were always something that God has already done. But then there are satanic altars. Then there's other altars where they kill bulls and rams. 
Now we need to enter from the outer courts into the inner courts. And people are afraid. Why are they afraid? Because there's something in them that, that's fearing because they don't want to give it up. One thing about it is everything that God is dealing with, he's dealing with and judging old sins. So when I see God moving, this ain't somebody that's got just beginning and stuff. This is stuff that's been going on a long time and God is allowing these things to happen. There's going to be more exposures in the church. There's going to be more pastors going to be falling. There's going to be more closed doors of the churches are going to be closing. There's going to be more jobs. There's going to be more destruction. You think that food is a shortage now. You need to understand something. God is giving America, giving the world so many chances and opportunities, but yet we're going to continue to make up. Now they're in the labs making up all of this stuff, and then it's still bad for us. You need to understand something. You man cannot outdo God. Man cannot outthink God. Cannot Man cannot maneuver or deceive the things of God. You need to understand why there's no power in the church. You need to understand why there's no power in the land. You need to understand why God is dealing with the church. You need to understand why God is dealing with the culture. You need to understand why God is dealing with the political arena. You need to understand why there's no power in the land and why the people are coming sick and decrepit. Why there's more sickness in the land than ever before. Why there's more unemployment in the land than ever before. God is sending signs and wonders. Isaiah 13 says, there will make, it says, there I will make the heavens tremble. The heavens are crying out. Huh? The tears of God are going unnoticed. Huh? Every time there's a storm coming, there's a devastation coming. God is sending his tears upon the earth. Huh? He's sad. Huh? He's despondent about his people. His creation has grieved him so mightily. And when he moves his feet, the earth trembles, buildings fall, calamity happens. And my people, which are called by my name, don't even want to humble themselves. They don't even want to repent because they're going to do what they want to do. Y'all, you better understand what is going on. You better seek the will of God in this hour. You want to know why there's no power. You still praying for something. You need to ask God, is it my hour to stop praying for this and to move on to something else? We are humans. We are repeated robots. We do things out of ritualistic. We've come to church for 20, 30 years and we're ritualistic but yet you still sit there with that same demonic power that you don't want to get rid of. You want to tell you what your grandmama your grandmama did and your grandfather did which don't even matter now you better seek the face of God maybe God is trying to break the generational curse in you but you looking at whatever somebody else is doing you looking at what mama doing God said every man should be accountable for their own sins you need to see what God is saying everybody's looking for an excuse why should they stay in Lodibar why should they stay on the doctor's couch why they should run to the hospital there's no ultimate healer but the Jesus Christ himself there's nobody going to heal you like God. The doctors are not designed to heal you. God is the only one that can heal you and deliver you and set you free. You need to understand this sickness is in the mind. Then it's already done caved down into the body. We don't understand. We run into the doctor for a leg ache, but God said it's really in your heart. God said it's really in your mind. I'm trying to deal with you. You're trying to shake it off. You're trying to do everything. You're taking Tylenol, codeine. You're taking all kind of medicine, but God said in this hour, you better do what I called you to do. You better run for your life. Your salvation is based on you calling and doing what I called you to do. Your salvation is based on leading the people to a holy nation. You 
holy God. There's a nation inside of everybody's body that you've got to understand that God is calling you to do. But you're sitting there waiting on everything. If you'd have done all you could in your household, you better shake the dust off your feet and go out there and save somebody else. Help somebody else get set free and delivered. You need to understand something. One of the greatest commandments, he said, go into the hedges and highways. Make disciples. They didn't make disciples. They brought in a bunch of cattle in the church and told you, feed me. I'm going to deliver you. But you got to pay this. But the gift of God is with it's free, freely. He said, freely you give, freely should you receive. But we don't want to know the real things of God because we become lazy and we become complacent. We just constantly have to have somebody to tell us everything. And then they put too much burden on the pastors. And the pastors, it's only nothing so much that they can do. Everybody wants to bring their burdens to the pastor. Everybody wants to do all of this. Huh? But they don't want to seek God for themselves. Huh? They don't want to fast and pray. They don't want to put the plate down. Huh? Everybody say, well, I can't fast and pray because I take medicine. Guess what? He's the healer. See, that shows you where your faith is. Huh? Because you can run around town, thirsty, don't drink water all day long, and fall out in the store. But yet you can't fall down and on your knees and pray and seek the will of God in your life. Huh? You got to do what you got to do in this hour. You need that power because there's no power residing in the church. It's like God is disbanding this thing in our emotional state of church. Church is no longer. Not every man has to seek the will of God for themselves. Isaiah 13 and 13. It says, and earth will be shaken from its place at the wrath of the Lord of hosts on the day of his burning anger. Isaiah 13 and 13. You need to see what God is saying. The wrath of God is burning in the land. It is, it is July the 11th, 2021. And the weather has shifted so much in the last two or three months. See what's going on. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble and the earth will shake from its place at the wrath of the Lord, all, the Lord Almighty. It says, in the day of his burning anger, for I will shake the heavens. Not only when he said he's shaking the heavens and he's shaking the dry land, you got to understand something. He's going to have to touch the foundation of the earth, the stability of the earth. What is the stability of the earth? It's always been your political arena. It's always been your culture. And it's always been your religious community. He's only going to shake and root up what needs to be shaken and unrooted up. But because you don't have the spirit of the living God and the ones that say they have the Holy Ghost, why is it that he is not bringing things to your remembrance? Why are you still walking around in a place of fear? Why are you scared to let go and let God have his way? That's one of the things that I don't understand. We say that we got the Holy Ghost. We say that we feel with the spirit of Christ. But time a storm or tragedy come, we want to fall out and act crazy and act like God does not know what he's doing. God is in everything. And everything that God does has a reason and a purpose.
And he's doing it because it has to get done. Sometimes it takes calamity for you to come to yourself, for you to really walk out of some things. And sometimes it takes heartbreak huh, for you to come out and do what God is calling you to do. Sometimes it takes a storm in your life to shake away everything that God can show you who's really there in your life. Huh? You need to understand something. Huh? Understand something. The first step is a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. You need to understand that your first step, if you say a righteous, are being ordained and orchestrated by God and the will of God. You don't have to understand it, but you got to have faith. Faith is the substance of things I cannot see. That's why when your worldly nature has to die, in order that your spiritual understanding of things in God, that faith comes in and works out. God will take something from you a season and you think that it's not even going to happen and God will bring it back 20, 13 years and it be right there where you thought it was never going to be and be better. But you got to understand something about God. He knows what he's doing. And the thing about it is you have not been taught the raw power of the Holy Ghost. You have not been taught the power and the presence of God. You know when a song goes up, you just raise up your hand. We just like a bunch of robots on Sunday. But yet we're not giving God our hearts. We're not really giving him that fullness, that fullness on the inside. We're just doing it because the music is moving us. We're not doing it because God has brought me from death doors. God saved my son. God saved my daughter. God brought me up out of a bed of affliction. God stopped that man from beating me upside my head. God sent me the man in my dreams. God sent me the woman in my dreams. God did everything that I wanted. Even when I didn't have a job, food was still on my table. When my mom and my daddy threw me out, God had somebody else that didn't even know me to care for me. You need to understand why there's no power? Because the people don't have no faith. Their faith is in material things. Things that they can manage and control. I looked up the word power. It says the ability to do something or act in a particular way. We're talking about power. Especially as faculty or quantity. and inherit mental or physical power. You need to understand God does not put you in this earth to fail. What you do after you be born again and come to the understanding of who Jesus Christ is because of the fall of Adam and Eve. Redeemer. Because of the fall of man, that you will have a second chance to get it right. What are you doing with the second chance that God is giving you? Then you go and hand your mind and your spirit over to an entity and think that entity is Jesus Christ. It's just you being lazy, not even searching the scriptures for yourself. And that's why we were immature. That's why we're failing. Because you fail to search out the scriptures for yourself. Can't nobody, I don't care how many messages I preach or any preacher preach to you. They cannot give you what they know in Jesus Christ. Only they're giving you a residue. But until you have that experience for yourself, nobody can ever change your mind of who Jesus Christ is. And that, that's where it builds up your faith in God. 
pastor's job is to encourage you and point you to the gospel, point you to the truth. But it's up to you to take what you know and search the scriptures for yourself that you will be able to know beyond words and understand what God is speaking towards you and your life and your family. But we fail to do that. And we want to know why I have no power. Why I'm walking around despondent. Why there's no victory in my life. Why I'm walking around in the spirit of limitation. Every time I get to a certain place, it seems like something comes my way. But you want to blame the person that you were foolish enough to give your ideas and your money, your dreams to. But you never saw the face of God. That God will show you your enemies. God will show you your purpose. God will show you how to get out of a situation. Everybody's been in a valley situation. Everybody's been in a place of being defeated. But until they understand that God allowed these things to happen that you can lead yourself according to the spirit of the Lord out of every dry situation that the spirit of the Lord can come in and move and do whatever he wants you to do. I have to come here. <laughs> Isaiah 43. Oh. But now thus says the Lord God created you. Oh Jacob and he who performed, it says, form you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. <laughs> he said, my people, I've already redeemed you. <laughs> but because you don't understand my me and understand my culture or my nature or my personality, you thinking that somebody's going to lay hands and prophesy to you and say, that's it, the Lord thy God. But until God speaks to you, that's just the word. The Bible said the letter kill it, but the spirit bring forth life. If you don't even see and have faith into whether the prophets or the pastor speaking, it's just the word. It's not going to develop because you're not developed. you by your name. God said, I know your name. Why are you seeking after other people and other things to fulfill you? I created you. I know your end from your beginning. I know your highs and your lows. I know your shortcomings and I know your uprising. Why are you delivering a defeated type of life? Why there's no power? Why there's no manifestation of my glory in your life. You are mine. He said, you belong to me. <laughs> oh, want me to go to Jeremiah 2? 14 said, oh, you black slider, <laughs> you married to me. You can't get out of this. <laughs> Once you came in and gave your life to me, that was a blood covenant. And my blood that was shed on Calvary washed you. My blood that was shed on Golgotha washed you. That was the covenant I made between you and me. <laughs> but you looking at other people, at other things, to do what they, that only I can do. Man cannot do this for you. <laughs> you give your heart to everything and everybody, but you never give your heart to me <laughs> and let me direct your path. <laughs> you don't do all of these things <laughs> because you are still immature. You're still impotent. <laughs> You're still in a place that you still need somebody to rub you down with salt. <laughs> you still need to be served. <laughs> you need to allow me to wash you in my blood again. <laughs> you need me to fill you with my precious. 
bless his Holy Ghost. You need me to come in and do something that nobody else can do. You look for your mama to do it. You look for your daddy to do it. You look for the pastor to do it. But nobody can do my job but me. And that's why I have to come in now. If I don't come in now, you're going to run into a big brick wall. You're going to shatter your life apart. And all that I've done for you, the stripes, the beating, that spit upon me. They hit him some, with something huh, that had like oyster shells on it. Huh? And, and every time they hit him, it took me out of his back. Hey, my mama shot Oh, he was beaten merciful. Isaiah said you didn't even know huh, his face. You couldn't even huh, recognize who he was. Huh? You gotta understand something. I don't care what pain you suffered in this life. Huh? It's not gonna be what Jesus Christ has done. Huh? When you understand, huh? every time he took a step, huh? he was moaning and groaning in pain. Huh? Every time they jerked him with the chains, it broke a bone in his back. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Me. I'm not going to let nothing overtake you because I love you so much. Not only did I give my life, but I gave you my covering. When you understand the price that Jesus Christ paid on Calvary for your sin. When he gave up the ghost, the world became dark. You don't really know what he's done for you. That thing that was keeping you out, that I only reserved for the Levite tribe, I'm allowing you to be part of that Levite inheritance that you could just walk in. I'm breaking back all limitations. Everything that was keeping you from that true nature of me, the very source, because when I looked upon my son and I saw the shed blood, I allowed you to still enter to the Holy of Holy. No other way could you do it. And the earthquake and the rocks split. Good God Almighty. I broke everything. Everything in this earth that was going to hold you down. Every stumbling block. <laughs> I tore it. <laughs> but you're still walking around decrepit. You're still walking around with your back broken. You still want to cry about yesterday. And God said, I didn't allow you to go through it for nothing. I still kept you when you were out there and you're struggling. I still kept you when they wanted to kill you. I still kept you. I didn't allow it to break you down. Bible says, silver gold I don't have, but such as I do have, I give you the name of Jesus. I sent you peace and prophets to prophesy and to bring you out. But you didn't want to believe me at my word. And therefore, faith became not and void in your life. Oh, he 
said I was there through the midnight hour. I was there through the tears. I was there through the disappointments in your life. I was there when everything was against you. But yet I brought you out and you don't love me enough to stay. But when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor the flame scorch you. You just don't love me enough. I'm sending signs in the earth, but you're still not taking heed and notice. He says, I'm sounding alarm in my people that my coming is soon to come. But we're not taking heed. When Jesus did what he did in Matthew 27, this is what God told me. Jesus reset the clock. God is going to change the times and the season on the earth. <laughs> It says the signs are all around us that Jesus is soon to come back. <laughs> Even Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, talks about it. <laughs> it says to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under the heavens, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, but yet you don't understand the size and the time that is happening upon the earth. God is doing something. He's rearranging some things in our life, but we don't want God to do that. You want it your way. God says, I'm not McDonald's. I didn't create it. I didn't create stuff to make you sick and in the hospital with cancer. God said, I give you the green, green herbs of the grass. But we don't understand. The power and the presence of God. We don't understand what God is doing this hour. We don't understand the price that he paid on Gavgotha. We don't understand. And you walking around limited. You walking around despondent. You walking around busted and disgusted. But you'll go and play the lottery. You'll do get the devil all your money instead of wait. And be of good cheer. I shall strengthen our heart. That's why your heart is, is weak. Because you didn't wait on him. Because him strengthening your heart is you going through the test and the trials. Uh, that you're getting you some strength. Uh, that you can fight. Uh, you need to understand something. Uh, the children of Israel didn't have that experience for war. Uh, so he used Joshua to set up another generation. And that generation fought. But you don't want to fight. The kingdom of God, so the violent and the violent take it back by, by force. But Trinity, they too busy being good Christians. I don't want to offend nobody. But they taking your rights left and right. The homosexuals got more rights than you do. And did you see what they did when the Asians, they done already passed laws 
George Floyd. God is showing the earth what to do. But the earth don't want to do it. They want to do everything else but submit to God. Everybody else got rights but you. There's something going on. Why there's no power? <laughs> you thinking because they gave y'all this money that's your 40 acres and a mule? Okay. <laughs> they got billions of trillions. They got money locked up that you'll never know about. Oh, I forgot. You believe in the United States of America. But I believe in the kingdom of God. Because God's kingdom is finna come down. And he's going to right every wrong. That's what he's going to do. But we're looking for everybody else to do it for us. But we're not trying to do it. I got to go here. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and a river in the desert. And the beasts of the field will honor me. But they run it behind you. They trying to get you. They trying to attack you. But God said because of the power of God, I won't let it overtake you. He said draw not to me as I draw not to you. Oh, but we don't want that. The jackals and the ostriches, because I gave water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to, to, to give drink to my people, my chosen. You need to understand, you come from a royal and priestly nation. Why are you trying to mess with somebody else in the world that don't even know your God and ain't trying to serve it, but yet they'll pull you into their darkness? You need to understand what is going on. You don't understand what really happened at the cross. You don't understand why Jesus Christ, his coming was not in vain. Because if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, where would you be? You think that you got a reason to play. It won't be no complaining because your voice has been shut up and you've been dead in your grave. Jesus went to what? How many trials? We preach on it. The six trials of Jesus, right? <laughs> Why are you still wrestling with the earthly? He defeated everything in the earth realm. Every time they try to put you on trial, that's your friends. I'm sorry you're thinking about just the judge. Huh? But every time your accusers come, God said, I done already, huh? I done already stamped that justify. Huh? They can't stand in your presence huh? because I done already defeated that one. Huh? Come with another. I done defeated that one. Huh? Come with another. I done defeated that one. Huh? Come with another. I done defeated that one. Why are you up at night worrying? You need to be praising me. Be like David, praise until your clothes fall off. You need to understand, every time I step, every time I move, I move in victory. I move in the oneness of the spirit of Christ. Can't nothing hurt me. Can't nothing get me down. Because his presence surrounds me. You need to understand. 
what Christ has really done for you. When I see you moving the way you're doing, that shows me your faith. <laughs> that shows me where you really are. Don't worry. As long as you do what the commandments say do, God is going to work it out for you. But as long as you got to yield your spirit, understand what the Bible is telling you. If you don't do that, you're going to be always in a place with no power, living a defeated life. The worst person in the world is a person that doesn't understand their purpose in God. And the earth is changing so much. They tell you, you need to be, before, big women was, uh, was looked upon. Now, guess what? Now you got to be skinny. Now, Billy, they telling you, you got to drive this. And if you don't, now you got to drive this. You see how the culture is changed. I told you God is shaking it up. He said, my people are so unstable. You listening to the world that dictate who you are. And then you wrap God's scripture around and God burn it up. And you want to know why that fire can't stay around nothing wrong. Don't call God in your situation and you're not ready for him to come. He's not, he's not going to do that. Because one thing about God, when he steps in, he steps all the way in. And then you're going to be sitting there looking and wondering what happened. God said, I came through. Where were you? You need to understand something. You need to recognize the presence of God. You need to understand what God is doing in this hour. You need to understand that nothing is going to stand but the truth and the will of God in this hour. Satan ain't got nothing on God. He never had. He said, I created evil man for evil day. I created evil for an evil man in an evil day. I tell Satan what to do. Satan had to go to Job to get permission. You don't understand the power of God. You don't understand the presence of God. You don't understand the will of God. Nothing moves without the presence of God. All power, heba mama shata, is in his hand. Death, hell, and the grave. While you sitting there letting Satan beat you up at night. He was down in Hades for three days. He took back your life. He took back your midnight hour. You don't understand what he done. He took back that man beating you upside your head. He took back that woman cussing you out. He took back them backstabbing you on your job. He took back every evil works For me. He did it because he, 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 he loved me. And I, I, couldn't, I, didn't, I didn't, couldn't even identify who he was. I was just a baby blinking. And then he came in and, and wrapped me in his loving arms. He breathed in my nostrils and gave me his spirit. He anointed my eyes. He anointed my hands and my feet. He anointed my body. And I grew and I became beautiful. But then I looked. And I saw something that I thought was more beautiful than I. So I stepped outside of the wheel. On my ordained purpose. And I just had to have it. <laughs> 
almost destroyed my life. But God said, I'm not going to let it do that to you. Because I, I love you so much. You need to understand how God moves. You need to understand. I tell every backslider to come on back home. I tell everybody that understands the will of God to come back and do what God is calling you to do. You need to see what God is saying and what God is doing in your life. I got to go to Jeremiah 2.14. Return, oh backslider. He said, children, come back. <laughs> the thing about it is, that's bad being in the house of God and don't understand that you backslid. <laughs> because that's for the world. <laughs> but what happened in the, what, what came in the church, the world? <laughs> they preached to you <laughs> about the blessings, <laughs> but they didn't tell you to get your soul right. <laughs> They didn't tell you about letting God cut away that circumcised flesh. Ha! It's going to hurt a little while because all the children of Israel, the males, had to be circumcised. But see, what happened is there's something in the Bible, and I'm in the Old Testament. See, what happened is, when you became circumcised, I'm going to tell you what they did. And I think it was Jacob's sons, the, the, some foreign men wanted to marry their sister. So they told them they had to be circumcised. Tell them I'm in the Bible, tell them. Hey, 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 hey. And, and when they circumcised them, they killed them, right? Because they didn't want to marry their sister. See, that's what they did to y'all. <laughs> they were in the presence of God. And when they told you to get circumcised, they killed your spirit and made you submissive. Says the Lord, for I am married to you. You can't get out of this marriage. You go down there to the natural marriage, you go to the courthouse, and guess what? You get divorced. But God said, in this day, ain't no divorce. God said, before I told the prophet to marry a whole Hagar, I was already married to you, and you were one. And I didn't throw you away. I took you in whatever condition you were in. When the world said you were good for nothing, I still married you in the condition you were in. And I accepted you as you are. I didn't tell you to change a thing. It says, I will take you one from a city and two from a family, and I will bring you to Zion. You need to see what God is saying in this hour. Psalms 115 and 3 says, but our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. Jeremiah 32 and 17 says, ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great 
power, good God Almighty. And by thy outstretched arm, nothing is too difficult for thee. When you see the bigger picture, and I'm going to tell you something. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, and you're not really in God's face, you're not going to see how big God is. So that's why you can continue to offend something. But when you see something that big, you know not to offend it. Been preaching for years. Now he's showing me a glimpse of who he really is. So don't think that when trouble comes, you could just get yourself together. This takes years of preparation. We're always coming, in, coming into the truth and knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. That's why he told you it's a race. It's not the one that sprints down the road, but it's the one that endures. Everybody want to talk about Kiara Shears. <laughs> but you got to see the race that we're failing every day. And she trains more than we do. But you see that one moment. That one moment means everything. Nobody knows the hour. Nobody knows when God is coming. Matthew 24, 36 through 39. Jesus spoke about the times of his return, of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Why would you play Russian roulette? Why would you give up now? And we on the break, not only of the coming of the Lord, but the break of the greatest revival in America. Because you can't see it. You can't recognize it. You can't discern the times. He's given us all of this. And I'm going to end with Matthew 19 and 26. And looking upon them, Jesus said to them, with man this is impossible. But with God all things are possible. No power. I pray that something's been said and done in Jesus' name. I pray amen.